Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, an erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today we are back with a special confessions episode. Confessions are questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. Anything from if you should be afraid to get sacrificed when doing a sex magic ritual to how to get your girlfriend to dom you in bed. All right, now, let's dive in. Amen. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to Pussy Church. Hi, it's another beautiful Sunday. Another beautiful Sunday. Who am I here with? Mona D. Baker. Oh, my lovely bone on maker. <laughs> She's in the house. She's back. I'm back. <laughs> finally, finally. <laughs> blessed be our pussies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has risen. <laughs> May she open to your touch. <laughs> oh, I want to open to somebody's touch like today. Yeah. Amen to that, sister. Jesus. Well, today is a special episode. I know. I'm excited. Um, we we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think. Um, and we're going to do just confessions, which is questions from the listeners and stories from you guys, too. Yeah. Uh, and normally that's already like a really fun section, but we've never done like a full hour of just questions. No, I love it. And just giving, I don't know, getting a peek into who's listening to Pussy Church. And I think that I think confessions is probably one of the most insightful portions of the podcast just because people are asking questions that other people may relate to I, I, and may totally. might be scared to ask so I think this is a really uh, going to be a fun episode Mona hasn't seen all the questions yet but I send her a couple um, throughout the, the week <laughs> it was just so funny it was amazing to see what you guys wrote and um, I feel kind of bad sometimes because I get all these questions and then I'm like ah, I can't answer them right away because I want I want people to hear them here right you know? yeah exactly um but yeah so we're gonna start so people did it in different ways right um they did either kind of stories or just quick questions mm. or some things are just really confessions okay so it's a mix of everything awesome So the first one is an email I got from a dude. Okay. And it's pretty pretty interesting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. It's amazing, actually. All right. So he says, hey, Lara. So I have a fuck buddy who is turning into more of a relationship. We've been seeing each other for about eight months. She told me she's a Wiccan <laughs> and asked me if I wanted to be part of a sex magic ritual where she and her friends would all milk me for my cum. Do you think this could be dangerous? I don't want to end up as a sacrifice, but it honestly sounds hot to me to have a bunch of al alternative witchy gals fuck me till I come for each one of them. <laughs> Advice, please? Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I love this I so much. Oh my God, so much. Um, so much love for you. 
I don't I don't think it would be dangerous. If you've been dating this chick for eight months, I don't think you're meant to be a human sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, so a Wiccan, how would you describe that? A Wiccan is just like, a, a witch a witch they, yeah they, a witch cult yeah you can perform rituals and different things are involved in a, and in a lot of magic actually um there's a sex component or in in some forms of it so uh that can be very powerful part of your spells or whatever if you believe in all oh this God, stuff so, so fun. uh i mean i well, think we it sounds about sex magic before yeah, you remember yeah yeah i think it sounds hot personally <laughs> it sounds pretty incredible like i think so sex magic when we talked about it that was kind of like manifesting like dreams and things that you wanted to have happen in your life by setting up some kind of sex rituals basically. right yeah exactly um yeah you guys go back to i don't know what episode that was but so i think for you okay so they're gonna milk you for your cum <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just I want to say that to someone sometime like oh I want to milk you for your cup I want to milk you for your cup you know I mean there is this kind of prostate milking though I oh. think I talked about this before on this podcast and that's a BDSM practice that is actually not pleasurable <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think that's what they're gonna do no but I mean how many times can you come though? So it's not going to be extremely dangerous. I'm no, assuming. I I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily like he has to come for each person. Maybe they just all join in on getting him to come once. Oh my god! What I mean, this sounds like a dream, right? Exactly. Every guy is going to be like, "This is the dream right. scenario." <laughs> I mean. There's porns made like that. I mean, the only thing maybe, I mean, if you don't have to make them all come, it seems like you just won the fucking lotto. Yeah, no. And I don't think, uh, he, I don't think that's the point there. Um, and I mean, no. I, I guess I'd say just if you, if he does do it, just go into it with an open mind. Like it's going to seem like really silly, but I'm sure it will be hot. I think as soon as all the chicks are naked, the silliness is going to fucking drop away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe maybe the whole setup, though. I mean, how do you imagine this? They're probably going to set up this whole fucking ritual with like a lot of witchy things and candles. There'll be and a stuff. circle and candles oh and all sorts of things. And he's going to be in the middle of it. And then the chicks are what? Like on all fours, like, I don't know, praying and doing witchy things around him. <laughs> Until know. they start blowing him, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Do they gather his cum in like some cup or something sacred? Probably that they'll use for spells later. Oh my god! Well, just make sure it's kind of like white magic, you know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, it's not just a stranger's asking him to do it. Like he's been dating this chick for eight months, so like you're still gonna be in a. I assume you're still going to be in a relationship. It's not just someone you met off the street or yeah. just like had one date with. So I would think that she cares about your well-being. So, yeah. I think I think really the advice here would be just go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and please tell us exactly what happened there because I have the wildest imagination at the moment and I just want to know. If, it's probably crazier than I can even imagine it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then we can think about if we ever want to do a, a witchy Wiccan <laughs> sex ritual. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, what about the other way around? Would you do it? You um, in a circle of like, let's say, eight men. And they, I don't know how what they're going to do. They're going to milk you for your squirt. I don't know. 
Would you would you do it? I think the dynamic is little different with multiple women and one man versus one woman and a lot of guys. Does that sound like a gangbang or something? Yeah. Which I'm I'm fine with that idea, but uh <laughs> I mean I mean if this is just to like um harvest my orgasms, this seems like a great Thing. Yeah, if the point is just to give me, yeah, exactly. I'm down with that. I'm down with that today. So if anybody <laughs> wants to do a reverse sex magic ritual, <laughs> put me in that fucking circle. Oh my god. Seriously. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> well, please tell us how this went. And I think dangerous, of course not. If you can't come anymore, you won't come anymore. I right. think it'll be fine. Well, he and even said if he doesn't want to end up as a sacrifice. Like I know it's like I said, if she's gonna care about you, if she cares about you because you've been dating for a while, so I don't think she's gonna kill you off. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh no! This I mean, yeah, exactly. This is our fault. No, um, I mean, just make sure that they are not like trying to use your blood and like whatever the fuck. Like, if it's just your cum, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah. I think. All right. Well, be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one is a really quick confession um, from a girl. And she said, I got COVID from a threesome with my boyfriend and my other BF got it as well. I'm assuming my other boyfriend. It sounds yeah. like she has two boyfriends. Um, and then she wrote, but damn, DP was worth it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I mean- okay. I'm in love again. <laughs> DP has been like one of my like um, biggest dreams. <laughs> what's what's your what's your main goal for the future dp dp just yeah just i'm an easy gal um dp no i mean double penetration is a bit of a difficult thing to achieve if you have two straight men um and a threesome because Mm. most a lot of straight guys don't really want to touch each other's bodies per se and like with double penetration you can feel the other dick inside the woman yeah so I think that I mean, sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, for us anyways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love this though. Would you get COVID for that though? I mean, she said DP was worth having nah, COVID. I, no, I don't want to go down that road. But. You just wait until 2023 to get DP'd. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> just like, this is probably not. But I mean, I guess... I love this progressive relationship, though. Like two boyfriends that both know about each other, and they're all having threesome. Like, damn, get it, girl! Amazing. I think it's funny also that all of them had sex together, and two got it and one didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, how the hell did that happen? She said she got it, and the other boyfriend got it. Well, then that must then the pers- the, the third person must have been the one who had it. And he oh, gave you think it he him. was like, you think he was asymptomatic or something? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. And gave it to the other two. Because, I mean, how are you going to have a threesome and not get COVID from it? I mean, well, yeah, if someone has point. COVID, then yeah. <laughs> That's the problem with the sex parties people at the moment. <laughs> it was actually kind of crazy. I was in Berlin um, for a while. And just recently, I think maybe two or three weeks ago, I was there. Um mm-hmm. And the next day, I got a text message from a friend, and he was like, "So, did you go to the party?" And I was like, "The 
party. Apparently, they did an illegal 600 people sex party in the middle of Berlin during fucking a surge of COVID. And they got caught. I mean, obviously, 600 people half naked in the middle of a city, a large city. Well, not outside. Um, they weren't naked outside. No, no. But <laughs> <laughs> you're making it sound like they were just in the middle of the city, just running around. Naked. No, but can you imagine? Just imagine any downtown. Like imagine Manhattan, and then somebody, you know, when 600 people are going into yeah, a space, yeah. like it's, it's kind of not so easy to conceal. I was like, why did you not do it? Like, well, they shouldn't have done it in the first place, really. No. It's, at the moment it's just really shitty because we're all like the whole world or western world at least is getting locked down and people just throwing stupid sex parties no, with 600 people are getting fucking covid probably that's so dumb and irresponsible i'm all for sex parties but don't do it now just wait a little bit yeah exactly have some patience fuck one person at a time if you can at the moment <laughs> <laughs> womp 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 Oh, no. So sad. Well, anyways, it's supposed to be a really cool sex party that happens like a couple times a year. (laughs) Well, maybe next time. I had my own little sex party instead. (laughs) Next one (laughs) is from a guy. And he said, my girlfriend isn't much of a fan of dominating. And sometimes I wish she would dom me more. How can I propose to her to dom or take control in bed? Any playful tips? Give her a uh, strap on for Christmas. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Okay. maybe I mean, about easing her in, but like. No, hmm. I I would say like, I, I think a fun way to do that is offer or suggest like she ties your hands up like that's an easy start because then then she when you're handless she kind of has to take control (laughs) (laughs) she has to do something yes for sure yeah Yeah, that's a great idea i mean that's a great idea to like start with something like that um and also you can use a scarf because it won't seem as like harsh maybe as um, handcuffs or something you could also go to the sex shop together and kind of like check out a few more toys a little bit dominating you know yeah i i i'm a big supporter of going to a sex shop with your significant other just because then you guys can both point out like what intrigues you and you can learn something about each other that you might have not known she could be kinkier than you realize you just have to bring that out of her i also kind of think like i think i know it's like really the beginning of dominating maybe but i do think that a finger in the butt or like playing with a butt plug, it's like it's a little dominating. Like yeah. I think that feeling to do that to a man. Oh, you're getting me all um, excited. I know, isn't that so fun? Oh my god. I told a girlfriend actually, I was like, hey, listen, that's such a like it's a dominating feeling. And she was like, Oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she called me like a couple days later and she's like, I did it. And I was like, What? She's like, I put my finger in his butt. I'm like, oh cool. And she's like, it was so amazing. <laughs> It is a good feeling. I, I mean, it's a good um, feeling for because both you, sides. Yes, but like they, it has something definitely dominating, right? Yeah. But it's not like you're whipping him into shape or something. No, no, but it, I don't know. I like it. He's just succumbing to I like pleasure. It a lot. Yeah, so it's really it's it's a nice it's a nice thing. So I think maybe in that direction you could um, explore a little bit. Um, I wonder how you could even make it. 
make it. I think the the tying up is like a fun idea. I mean, the question is like, is she gonna embrace that moment of like taking over? Right. You know? I mean, she could just be timid, but I think just the simple act of tying up hands, you're kind of forced to be more just kind of the one in control in that situation. And that alone just is a form of dominance. I do also think um, as soon as you see how much it turns on a guy, if you start doming, that gives me everything I need to keep on going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because if he starts moaning, like I did this. I've done it a few times, but like I did wax play. And the first time I did it with a guy, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm going to get out of this. You know what I mean? I'm just pouring wax all over this fucking guy's body. Um, but he was so turned on. And so it really turned me on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's a turn on to turn on your other person alone. Like you don't need so to be definitely, fully into it. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely show her that you're into it. Like while it's happening, yeah. you know, to... And you can also, I mean, I guess you could have a conversation before that, but I think, yeah, I think we, it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Tell us how it goes. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, and girls in general, I think doming, you know, doming is so much more than being like a dominatrix. Like, right. There's so many ways of being dominant in bed that it's not necessarily you having to wear a whole leather get up. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to be dressed all in latex with six-inch heels and a whip. No, and you also don't have to hurt him. No, exactly. This is actually a really funny thing. Like, I think one of the first times I was really, or like sleeping with, dating this guy who was pretty submissive. Um, he he started telling me about a lot of his fantasies, and then I was like, oh. I guess I'll just wear some fucking boots or something. And he's like, you don't have to wear anything. It's yeah. about it's about your attitude and the, the way you interact with the other person. You don't have to wear a, anything. Right, you don't even exactly. have to have a whip. You have to have nothing. Really, in the end, you could dominate a guy just by telling him what to do. Like, exactly. Kneel down. Like, yeah. Kiss my feet. Like. <laughs> okay, this is a longer one. And this is from a girl, and she also emailed us. And she said, I have a male friend who thinks blowjobs are less intimate than going down on a woman. But I think they should be viewed as the exact same level of intimacy. Am I wrong? I know most of us have probably been taught that blowjobs are casual, as we have seen it so much in porn, etc. And that going down on a woman is something that hardly um, ever happens casually. But just because we've been taught that, I do not think it makes it true. In your view, is there anything inherently more intimate about licking a pussy than having a cock in your mouth? Or can I tell my friend he's wrong? Your ladies are great. Thank you. Wow. That's intriguing because that's so true. I, I mean, a blowjob is so much more, I don't know, It's it, it. I can see it being perceived as more casual than licking a pussy just because one, like everyone goes around drawing dicks everywhere dicks are just it's that's just so it's been so normalized but people struggle even saying the word vagina you know oh totally so it's uh going down on a girl could seem more intimate just because the vagina is hidden you know it's definitely because we live in a patriarchy and I'm not even saying this and like this is going to be a long political spiel about that. But basically porn and like our view, our societal view of sex is pretty much from a male point of view. 
you know, right. most of the time. So obviously, um, it seems more normal, quote unquote, because like she said, it's more out there. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But the funny thing is about casual sex, for example. I mean, I don't know if I'm a weird example, but even if I have a one night stand, which is not that often, but sometimes I do, I feel like most guys are very much into doing that as well. Yeah, it's just it, it's case by case basis. Of course. Um, but it, but I'm just I'm thinking about like the physicality of it. Like what's more, oh, more I don't intimate. Wanna, I don't want to use intrusive, but like sticking a cock down your throat. That's pretty intimate. <laughs> like should actually be more intimate, th- right? I yeah, mean, more intimate than like licking a pussy. It's penetrating your body. It's same with sex. Like the woman's always being penetrated, which is yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really good point because in some kind of a sense, a blowjob is definitely <laughs> more <laughs> just, I just had this like thought I was like, it's more exhausting. No, but like <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. No, but like you're right. I mean, something is really entering you, Your right? Body, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I do think it's more intrusive and therefore it could be actually more intimate in that sense. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, the point of it is, yes, we should normalize oral sex for women. For women, totally. Absolutely. Because I think, as we've said so many times on this podcast before, but 65% of women can't come vaginally. So you gotta, I mean, that's a lot of women, you know, that you have to, in order to get her to come, you gotta stimulate her clit Mm -hmm. or her vulva in general or her asshole or whatever the fuck you want to do you know but you have to think outside the box (laughs) (laughs) yo (laughs) thinking outside the box which is Uh, outside the vagina box please people that's hilarious (laughs) is this gonna be the title of the fucking episode think outside the box I love it. Oh, my God. Well, so in that sense, right, it's got to be shown more in pop culture, you know, in order to, like, normalize it as well. Yeah, exactly. But I think musicians do it. We've talked about, you know, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion with WAP. And, I mean, all the way back to yeah. Lil' Kim, really. But, yeah, the more people talk about going down on a girl, it's like something that is normal. Right. Exactly. The and, more- but, and, a, and more girls that ask for it, too. Yeah, I really, really think so. You know, if a guy doesn't go down on you, we've talked about this before, but you can just ask him to. Right. Not a big deal. Dudes ask for blowjobs. Totally. So, you know, go ahead. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Go ahead and ask him. I mean, he's probably not going to say no unless he's a huge douche. Yeah. And (laughs) run as far as run. He's like, "Uh, actually, no, thank you. Like, okay, got it. (laughs) See, this is very one-sided and you're a selfish asshole. Wow. Has this ever happened to you? Uh, no, not necessarily. I just, there's been guys who have been less apt to do it and versus guys who will do it every time we have sex, you know, like, and they love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had someone say no, but that'd be so weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, episode. No, me neither. Um, but same, right? Like some are just like all over, all over <laughs> your pussy, you know, <laughs> with their tongues. They're like, oh, I'm gonna stay there for a long ass yeah. time, idiot. <laughs> Which is great. Love it. Which is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, cool. I hope that was helpful. Oh my god. Yeah. But it's a great question because I think in general it's just like 
makes you think about why things are the way they are mm-hmm. and how we can change them. Exactly. Hopefully Pussy Church is going to do that a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, next question is from a girl. How can we say to someone that we love them for eight years and that we want to suck their dick? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> um, I love this combination of things. But... um. So basically, she's saying she wants to tell somebody that she loves. She's loved him, him for eight years. Yeah. And she wants to also blow him. But I'm assuming the love is a little bit more important than the blowing. Um, I would start with the blowjob first before you drop. No, you the, would not. Uh, before you drop the L word. Like, well, I mean, maybe not love, but don't you have to like kind of figure you're just like, hey, I liked you for a long time. Like, yeah. I was wondering if something could happen between us. Right. I don't know if you want to drop out of nowhere. Like, oh, my God, I've loved you forever. Let me suck your dick. It's a little. Well, not in the, co- the combination is not going to work this way. Right. <laughs> I w- I mean, okay, so we don't know much about the scenario, but I'm assuming this is somebody you've known. I mean, you've known this person for eight years, this guy, um, and you haven't hooked up, clearly. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's a friend. Yeah, it just it depends. Like, is it clear that the attraction is mutual and just neither of you have made the move? I, I mean, that's... Yeah. Crossing that friend boundary can be tricky, but it's doable. Mm. I've I've seen it work out for people. Um, I mean, I wonder how that first move goes, right? I think, I mean, there could be, I don't know. It depends on how playful you are with this whole thing and how serious this love feeling is, right? Because it could also be that you just have a little bit of a crush on somebody and then you could start just testing your friend a little bit. And it could be with really small things, you know? I mean... I have a I have a guy friend who keeps on telling me he has sex dreams about me. You know, I laugh about it, but like <laughs> this is it's clear. I mean, he would fuck me. I I got that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I I got that. That's on the table if I ever want it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, of um, course. I mean, I'm not saying tell him that you had a dream about him, but I'm also not not saying that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just you know, dropping just like, subtle hints. Or not, I'm, they don't have to be that subtle, but just testing those waters a bit. Like, dip dip your toe yeah. in and see how the water feels. Yeah, how he, like, reacts to, like, smaller things. You know what I mean? I mean, you could, if you really wanted to, you obviously could, like, sit down and be like, hey, I wanted to tell you something. Like, I think I kind of have a crush on you. How do you feel about that? You know right. I mean? This is not out of the picture. And you can even... Make it into a, like, hey, if this is nothing that you're feeling, no sweat it's at all. It's all good. Yeah. Don't make uh, it a, like a make or break situation. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're pretty good at this, though, because you've, like, reached out to people. Um, and- yeah. So tell us <laughs> a little I'm, I'm bit. Just, I haven't really done this. So I'm just blunt about it. Like, I have no shame in saying, like, I don't How do you do it? <sighs> Give us a scenario. Well, it's normally like through te- like a friend who who we've been we've just been friends forever, and like sure there could be attraction there, but we just never crossed that line. I literally just texted like, um, "Hey, I've considered dating you before." <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> woo! All right, like it was in the middle of another conversation. Wait, there's oh, there's no question. Question. It was just a, a statement. Yeah, just like okay. Yeah, there was no question. I was just saying, like, hey, I've I've thought about this before, and the 
then he responded like yeah i've thought about it too so and then you just kind of Ooh. but but the interesting thing in that scenario was that we we both thought about it and considered it but when we tried being intimate it just wasn't like there wasn't a spark you know so like yeah. okay we tried it didn't really work out but we're still friends like i mean did you try did you try kissing or just hanging out oh we had sex close? oh <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, okay. we had sex and I wasn't like, uh, not that the sex was bad or whatever. It's just like, okay, that didn't really, there wasn't that spark that you have, you know, when yeah. when you have a deep connection with someone. So you're like, oh, we tried it. We were both curious. We tried it. Yeah. But we're still friends now. So it's, yeah, I think it could go yeah, that way. I, th- I like, think, yeah, exactly. Because I think it's also difficult to say that if you love somebody, you know, I mean, it's difficult with love because love can be so many different things. And if you have never kissed that person, there's literally still a big question mark um, over that relationship if there's a physical connection right. for real. You exactly. Know? But you won't know until you've tried that because you could really think that somebody's amazing and you mm-hmm. have sex with them. You're like, well, you're still amazing, but we're not romantically compatible. Right. Exactly. So, so either, you know, drop some hints, text them straight away. (laughs) Just be blunt like I am. But just, just don't say like, I love you and I want to suck your dick. Like, Yeah, just like you could be like, have you ever thought about us being, uh, not us being intimate. That's so just bland, but I don't know. Have you ever thought about kissing me? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. And then that opens up a conversation and it's not too intrusive. Like you're not saying like I'm madly in love with you. It's just like, hey, have you ever thought about this? And then that opens the door to to yeah. go down that path, you know? Yeah. And if he has thought about that, he'll obviously jump right on it. Yeah. He'll be relieved <laughs> that you brought that up. So All right, next one is from a girl, and it's interesting, I think. My current partner is easily the best sex I've ever had. Most of the time, he's amazingly generous, but occasionally he gives up, quote-unquote, on making me come. Normally, this happens if we've already gone a couple rounds. I always feel really disappointed, and I want to talk to him about it, but I'm afraid bringing it up will create unnecessary pressure and kill some of the chemistry we normally have. I also don't want sex to feel transactional and one for one. Am I being too needy? If I do talk to him, how should I approach it? Hmm. That's tough. Hmm. I've, 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 well, I've, uh, I've been in a situation like that before where the sex is amazing and, um, he always got off and he was attentive. Like he would go down on me for a bit, but then like just stop and we'd, before I came and go into sex. So like he he wanted mm. to to do that but didn't always. So I don't know. There's I think one way of approaching that is like if you start to pleasure yourself after he hasn't gotten you to that point, just to show him like, hey, I I like I really want to come. Mm. Um that could prompt him like, oh no, I want to be doing that for you. I don't I mean I don't know. It could. <sighs> 
it's it's difficult. It's difficult because I wonder when she said it happens after a couple of rounds, does she mean she's already came twice? Oh, well then that's I mean that's an- then it's a little needy. Like I mean, I'm not saying you're not um entitled to come a thousand times a night, you know? I've had lovers like that like make me come so many times. It's like I nearly pass out. You know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> Yeah. And it is a wonderful situation. But I I think if you do have several orgasms every time you sleep with him or he pleasures you, then but you're, then you're you already winning. Thir- <laughs> and then you don't come a third time because he's tired or something. I think that's fine. But I mean, everybody needy is a weird word because I don't want any woman to ever feel needy about her pleasure, you know, right. just because she wants to have pleasure. It's just a little bit complicated to understand. Like, I mean, I think if he comes three times and you want to come three times, then it is a little bit one by one. Because I think um, this should all be kind of organic in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, and not a, you know, like accounting of orgasms. Right. Exactly. Um, like if if let me just say this, if you're having sex with the guy and he makes you come once every time you have sex, then you are already way ahead. Most women out there. So. Yeah, you really are. As Count sad your as blessings. It as sad as it sounds, man. Yeah. This is a good guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, we don't know. If a couple of rounds is like he already came twice, but she hasn't come yet, then I think, I mean, sex is not just about orgasming, right? Yeah, exactly. Still, I fucking love to come. And I think there is something about um, a partner taking the time and the attention mm-hmm. to make sure that I get there yeah right? yeah um but i think it really depends on the evening if we you know if we have like really intimate beautiful sex and it's slow and whatever and i come once and he comes twice i'm not counting yeah and I'm like, no well, what about my second about it right yeah um if you do talk to him about it i think it'll depend on what the exact situation is but yeah. i think there's an okay thing to say hey listen sometimes i feel like I haven't like, or sometimes I don't come so quickly. Would you mind like spending a little time, like a little bit more time? Right. Yeah. Yeah. For example. And I think that's something where you don't make him feel like he's not good or something. You just, you can put it on you, you know? Right. Just be like, I, I just need a little bit more clitoral stimulation. Yeah. And and like, where I if like you, it. I love if you go down on me this way. Could you do that? Yeah. Or bring a toy into the situation if he's tired. Yes. Like have him just amazing. Have him just use a toy on you. Fucking amazing. Bring yeah. toys in, dude. Yeah. Easy, yeah. easy. You'll come so many times, you'll be exhausted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll be you're like he, he 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 made you come twice, and then you came three more times with a vibrator. You're yeah. like, okay, I guess I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And that that one will be easy to um, arrange because you literally just say to him, "Hey, what about bringing a toy?" And I exactly, thought it would be and so I'm sure like he, most guys have no problem with that. <laughs> and you can honestly use the toy on him too. Yep, I know. I yeah, know I've, a lot of people don't do it, but it's, I've I've done it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, no, because I think a lot of guys have really like experienced the sensation, so it's really cool. To yeah, see. yeah. Everyone loves a little hey. ball tickle. Maybe maybe they'll steal your toy. You know, be careful. <laughs> Another question is, 
is from a guy, I think. And he wrote, pretty quick question. Do you like anal sex, anal plugs, DP, etc.? Question mark. <laughs> well, you've answered the DP situation. <laughs> the only thing I haven't tried. Uh-huh. Well, um, not the only thing, but like in, in that um, group of things. Well, yes, I'd say really generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. Like, and also, it dep- like, size is a factor. Like, I love... I love anal play, but sometimes people are too big, and that's just scary. Correct. But in general, and, uh, and and it depends on how you prepare it too, right? Like, yeah, like generally, if you're doing anal, it's really good to warm up with a butt plug just to just to relax a absolutely. little bit because and some fingers. If, yeah, if you just go straight into it, it can be quite painful, and sometimes sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, for, for real. I mean, I think definitely I'm. There's there's two um there's a lot of different opinions on this um, surprisingly for me because I have one but for mm-hmm. me I don't have anal without lube. Yeah. No. Right? I mean there's that. some people who just use spit. I'm like I don't know what you're doing to these women but like I can't. I can't mm-hmm. take that. Um it's the the anus is not self-lubricating so um yeah. That's that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. But um I mean, I think with anal plugs, the good thing about that is you can just um, experience that for yourself first before mm-hmm. you do it in like a partner play, because then you can just feel out if that's actually like a sensation that you like. Yeah. And you can work um, your way up in size. Like um, totally. anal beads would be good for that, too. You get used to one size and then you move up a little bit. And yeah. 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 And you can I mean, you can get like sets of three. Um, that are different sizes for anal plugs, so you can work your way up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think anal plugs are so fun in partner play. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love I playing like, with, with them with guys, for sure. So like much. Ugh. Oh, my God. I mean, I have to say, I forgot my anal plug when I went to Berlin, and I super regretted it <laughs> because it would have been such a fun thing. I mean, fingers are fun, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, you can really go a step further if yeah. you, if you do that. I love the thought I of know. that. I right know. Oh my god! So Ugh. obviously, we're answering the questions. Yes. Bonus <laughs> moans. <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, <laughs> "Please." <laughs> um, and anal sex, like you said, I think I have the same opinion. I mean, I like vaginal more than mm-hmm. anal, but once in a while, yeah. it's like a really good feeling. It's a nice little treat every now and then. All right. Now another question from a girl. And she says, I'm very insecure of my body, but sometimes I feel gorgeous and then it goes away. What do I do? Ooh, this is body image. Okay. Um, I would say this is extremely normal. Yeah. I'd say don't, yeah. just don't judge yourself when you... For judging feel, yourself? Yeah, for judging yourself. Like, I, I go through that, like... Sometimes I've I focus on different parts of my body that I don't like, and sometimes I feel great. Like, and that's that's fine. Yeah. I know it will change and fluctuate, but I'm not hard on myself for being hard on myself. You know, that's just yeah, that's, that's so difficult. Compounding, yeah. compounding the um, the issue, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a vicious cycle, you know. In some kind of sense, I I mean, I do think that the happier I am in my life, the happier I am with my body, right? Yeah, in some kind of a sense. 
For sure. Um, that's not to be said that you're unhappy if you're I mean, the problem is with body image, especially for women, but men have it too. So I won't, um, I won't just put it this way, but is that our society, right. Constantly tells us how to look and like there's trendy bodies, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like the ass right now or whatever is supposed to be big in the nineties. <laughs> it was supposed to be small. The boobs were supposed to be big in the nineties. Now they're supposed to be small or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, so yeah. I, I think the sexiest thing is confidence. So like no Absolutely. no matter how your body looks, if you're if you are wearing it well and proud and just holding your head high, that makes anyone sexy, you know. So Yeah. As much as you and can try and be in the headspace, the sexier you'll or like just the more com comfortable you'll be with yourself. I think for that too, um, self pleasure is gonna be a huge thing because mm -hmm. if you start like masturbating um, and having like a self-pleasure practice and I know this is going to sound a little crazy. So like, just go <laughs> with me people. Um, and I've done this or I do this, right? Like, so I take quite a bit of time. I mean, not every time I masturbate. Right. But um, I have like this little thing I do with myself where anything that I just find sensual and sexy at the moment I set up like my room a certain way. I play certain music. I oil my body. I look myself in a mirror. I spend a lot of time to turn me on, turn myself on before I even use a toy. Yeah, I love it. And so in that sense, when I then make love to myself, literally, right, which could also mean I'm fucking pounding myself. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but I really do that to to love my yeah, body. Yeah, it's self love, like self care. Yeah. Exactly. And I think if you do that, it will give you a very different feeling for your body. Yeah. And also, the truth of the matter is, this is the only body we've got. You know what I mean? You better find a way to like love it because yeah. this is it <laughs> for you. this life or whatever you believe in, you know? I mean, clearly, you can go to the gym and stuff. And if you feel like you're really overweight, you know, like look into mm -hmm. different kind of ways of, you know, eating healthier and working out. But exactly. In general, it's more about your mind and the way you treat yourself. So yeah. it's the same thing, right? Like, don't judge yourself and be mean to yourself for having thoughts like this. Yeah, exactly. They're basically put in your brain by <laughs> advertising. Yeah. It, I mean, we're conditioned to think that way. We're conditioned to think that we're not perfect so that we buy products to make us perfect, you know? Correct. <laughs> Correct. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. So it's not your fault. And then find ways to like be like sweet and kind to yourself mentally and physically speaking. Amen. So this is um, from a guy and he said, you mentioned before you had mediocre sex with a guy you really liked. If you knew then what you know now, would you still have sex with that guy? If so, what would you do differently to improve the sex? Interesting. Who the fuck was this dude I was talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember that story? I no. don't. But um, damn. Well, I've had mediocre sex with somebody I liked. Let me think. Just hypothetically think of a situation. Yeah. yeah. So if I would have or had sex with a person I like and then the sex is not that great, um, it's not like I would go back and not have sex with that person. Right. I think, I mean, you kind of have to do that in order to find out. And then from that place on, you could figure out if there's a way to get closer. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and I think that's communication. If it's really that far apart, you know? Yeah, and and I mean, the first time having sex with someone might not be exemplative of how it will be every time. Like, yes, yeah. there's there there is... I think it's pretty easy to tell if there's a connection or not, but totally. still there could be like first time jitters or whatever. Who knows? And I do, th- I mean, I do think sex becomes a lot better if you sleep with somebody more often because you get to know the other person's body in a different exactly. way. So there is definitely, I mean, with some people you have the best sex right off the bat. It's right. just, it is just what it is. You know what right. I mean? Like it, it's, it's fucked somehow. Just this <laughs> but unspoken I'm- uh, language yeah. yeah and in some kind of a sense that person is not necessarily a good partner for you you know what i mean right. you just have like the best sex i ever had in my life i had with a man that it totally did not work with it crashed and burned like a fucking dumpster yeah. fire right? i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but the sex man i still dream of, i still masturbate to that sex sometimes yeah it doesn't necessarily Dude, it mean was that they're mind-blowing they're good for you as far as a relationship goes. No. So I think yeah. the other way around, if you meet somebody you have mediocre sex with, then there's just room for improvement and you'll find out if there is or not, right? In the sense, like you, if you start communicating with with a person and you're like, hey, listen, I would love you to like go down on me a little bit more or like, could we try this? Could you try that? And just like guide, you know, the other person to what you like and the other way around. Or you could ask the other person, be like, hey, is there something you would like to try out? Or what do you like in bed? Totally. It's a wonderful fucking question to even ask in bed, people. Yeah. While you're like having, doing foreplay or whatever, you can be like, hey, what what do you like? What do you Mm want to try today? Like, this is like, I think especially for a girl to hear is like fucking insane. Oh, yeah. That's the best. So it could be a learning process and it could improve. I wouldn't just, if I really like someone and the first time we had sex, it it wasn't amazing. I wouldn't just completely give up if, if we had a good chemistry otherwise, you know. Yeah, not at all. I mean, there is something I have done before. Like, if I just met somebody that I thought was okay, it was a cool person or whatever, and I had really bad sex with that person, I then I'm just turned off. Like, for me, really bad sex really means somebody who doesn't pay a shit attention to me. Exactly. And and I think that's example. Like, that is an example of how they will treat you otherwise. So, I think so. I honestly think so. Like, I. I think I told the story. Maybe that was the story that he was talking about. I met a guy in the summer, cool guy, and like we hung out and stuff. And then we had sex for the first time. And I was so kind of like, I was like, this is kind of a joke. A really? bit, you know? Yeah, I felt, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I'm so used to like partners giving me so much pleasure and obviously me pleasuring back. I get so much out of pleasuring a man. Like, mm. it's insane. But this guy just was so selfish in bed that I literally sat there after it was over way too quickly and he did not like try to make me come like whatsoever. And I was just like, Oh, I don't think you know how this is supposed to work. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be two people having sex together and not, not you having just... sex at me, you yeah. know, <laughs> having sex at me. Yo, you know? that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like when that happens to you, I was really stunned. I was sitting there. I was like, this is kind of a joke. I was like, yeah. is this candid camera? Is somebody recording? But my that reaction? happens. I mean, you're a rare case that happens to women a lot more often than you think. So I think so. Yeah. yeah.
actually fun because we haven't really done any of those. And this is a guy who wrote in a while ago. We answered his question and now this is the follow up. Okay. And I think the original question, if you remember, was something about like he wanted to use more sex toys with his girlfriend or with a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was afraid to ask her and how he should ask her. Yeah. And we told them to just do it, I think. Um, I know. <laughs> I think it was a more eloquent answer, but he wrote back. And he said, that um, was also funny. He's like, name, sex toy guy. Um, Thanks so much for answering my question. Had an absolute blast with a girl who wanted to try them all. Thanks to me bringing up my collection after you guys came to the conclusion that it should not be a secret. Hope you're well. P.S. I thanked you already on IG on your request, but now it really has paid off. Oh, I love it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> See, this is so good. And this is like uh, the best example for like, just be fucking open about that. Oh, you know? totally. And you never, yeah, you could be pleasantly surprised that they're open about it too, you know? Yeah. I mean, depending, you know, like don't go just first date and the first thing you say to the girl is like, hey, I have a lot of sex toys. You know, yeah, like, right. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> have an organic, like, yeah, conversation. Have it come up school. organically. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I love I love the follow up. I'm, I'm curious for more people to do that, just how how it worked out for them in the long run. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really it's really cool because I remember it being like a thing that he thought I think it was like maybe too kinky or just yeah. too forward or he had so many toys and he thought it would turn her off I I mean again the guy who had the best sex with sounds now I'm like singling this person out it was just particularly good sex but he had tons of toys yeah and he told me about them beforehand and I love it like that's just someone who's considering your pleasure you know yeah <laughs> Another question from a guy, I think. And he said, how can I exist as a sex positive artist in a conservative country and field of work? This is kind of confusing. So wait, you're a sex positive artist. So you're an artist in a Mm -hmm. conservative country and a conservative field of work. Like you're a conservative artist. Mm. Or like the 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 art is conservative. Generally, that's around Mm. him and he's sex positive. And mm, he was in the hood. I think that makes that. more sense. <laughs> I'm like, I'm confused. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's kind of a complicated one because you don't know how conservative, like in some countries, you can be punished for. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. How conservative there, so. we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, if this is just like medium conservative, like you're not getting punished by law right. for your work, then I think the internet is incredible. Um, mm. there's, there's an artist I know on Instagram who is, um, from the Philippines. Um, and she said in an interview that, you know, it's pretty complicated there. We talked about this before in, in several episodes in mm-hmm. the Philippines, they have a really big sex work industry, really. Right. But sex toys, for example, are, um, are prohibited by law. Like you're prohibited by law to own a sex toy. You can go to jail for having a sex That's toy in crazy. the Philippines. I mean, it's pretty nuts. And now they even banned all of um, the porn sites um, from their VPNs. Right. So the government is pretty strict. So 
even in that country, she just said what really helped her with her art was the internet, you know? Yeah. Because you can create an IG account um, or a Twitter account where sex is a little easier to post or, you know, um, and somehow distribute your art. Yeah. And you can also make a lot of positive change through art in a place that's kind of closed off to that. Like, um, Ren Hang, do you know who Ren Hang is? Um, Chinese photographer um, who is not with us anymore, but amazing Chinese photographer. And he did a lot of self-portraiture stuff. He was gay, and Mm -hmm. um, which is not accepted in China. So he actually was putting himself in danger by making the art that he was making, like photos with him and his partner, both naked, but not, not like it was kind of a little more abstract like you weren't they weren't in sexual acts it was just them being very creative with positioning and poses and stuff but um it was just it it became very popular in the u.s his work became very popular in the u.s and it was exposing us to the issues he's facing there Mm -hmm. so it, it it could open other people's eyes up to what's going on in your country and hopefully have them support you in a situation where you're not you feel very alienated where you are i think that's incredible i mean you're right art is so powerful i mean there's there's a way you can do this too to a certain degree i mean you could be anonymous with your art you know or you have like um a pen name in the or a persona you know whatever Mm -hmm. i mean you could do that if it's really this dangerous right um otherwise i think it is also it can be um, a task or responsibility of an artist to like represent what you believe in, you know? Exactly. So that's kind of the power in it for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, being sex positive, I mean, it's such a, <laughs> it's such an incredible work to be doing because sex has been shamed for so long. So and really, I mean, I do see a really valuable, valuable part in like working in that field, mm-hmm. clearly, as yeah. I fucking do it. But like I just as an encouragement, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's also something people are kind of interested in most totally. of the time. So I say, do your, a, do your thing. It's not a horrible sell, you know? Yeah. <laughs> True. Okay, one more. This is a girl and she says, I get really uncomfortable when I have my period, but I get so horny. What can I do? (laughs) What can I do to have sexual pleasure during that time? Well, um, there's there's a lot of ways, actually. I mean, you use the, um, the sponge. I do. I do use a sponge, a soft tampon. Um, and it's kind of like a, yeah, like a mini sponge that you put all the way up um, into your vaginal canal. Uh, and there kind of sits and soaks up the blood and you can still have sex. Right. Uh, wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. And also like. Fantastic. I've I've also gotten really horny on my period. And sometimes if it's not like a heavy day, like I'll lay down a towel on the mm-hmm. bed. And I also yeah. like shower, bath, like there's there's ways Absolutely. you can pleasure yourself while you're on your period for sure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's interesting because I hear a lot of people being like, oh, a friend of mine said this to me the other day. He was like, oh, you know, I'm not a pirate. Meaning... <laughs> 
<laughs> Meaning, like, I think there's this, like, saying, um, like, the pirate uh, diving into the Red Sea or something. Yeah. You know, um, meaning he doesn't want to give go, her a full oral, I yeah, think. But um, a lot of guys... She's... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, a lot of guys like it, yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of guys yeah. don't mind having sex while a girl's on her period. Totally. And I do think that there's a difference a bit between maybe oral sex and sex, right? Yeah. Um, I've done both on my period. I do have to say, like, without the sponge, I do have to say, I think getting oral sex when I have my period and I don't have any sponge or something, it's a little like a little match. Like unless he really is into it yeah. fully. Otherwise, um, I don't, that's otherwise I rather not, you know, I'd rather not have that mess. Maybe yeah. if we're in the shower and he goes on his knees, you know, yeah. like something like that, you know, you can like come up with like fun ways. I think women are often more concerned than men about totally. having sex in the period. Yeah. They're just happy to be having sex with you. So, I've never, I know that there's guys who don't want to have sex with you if you're in your period, but you can just ask them. I've never had anybody say no. Well, if, if someone's trying to have sex, you can just mention, hey, I, I'm, 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 I'm on my period and that they can say, okay, another time or like, oh, I don't give a fuck. So, yeah, I think yeah. I've only heard I don't give a fuck, yeah. which <laughs> I mean, I think it's kind of mean. It depends probably when in like the process of making out you say this to a dude <laughs> because he's probably going to reach that point where he's like. I need to fuck, yeah, fuck right now. Exactly. Like, so it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um, but I even had a guy, like, I got my period, like, a guy I was dating for a while, actually. So maybe mm -hmm. it's not like that weird, but um, we were having sex and I got my period right in the middle of having sex with I've, him. Yeah, I've had that happen. And I didn't notice. I didn't notice at all. And then we finished. And then he looked at me, he's like, whoa, wow, we made a mess. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I look around and he was like, so much blood. Oh, you know what man. I mean? And he just didn't stop <laughs> to tell me, right? He just said it afterwards. Right. I think he was just like, oh, shit, she's not has her period. And yeah. I'm still fucking her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay, that's a bit funny. Like, it's a lot. Um, um, and he yeah. wasn't an Airbnb, so. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's not fun. But you, there's, there's still ways to have pleasure during your period, whether that's yourself or with others. Do you masturbate when you're on your period? Um, like I said, yeah, I, I definitely, sometimes I'm hornier on my period than yeah. I am otherwise, but if it's like on the lighter end of the cycle, then I'll, I'll just throw down a towel, a red towel on my bed yeah. and I'll just right. go to work. I mean, easy, easy enough too, though, because you can have, you can have a tampon in and just do like a clit vibrating session you know? yeah yeah exactly um i mean i guess this could be the same thing like you could have a tampon in and he could just get you off with his hands you know yeah true i mean it's not easy like easy enough easy enough if you if you don't need to have sex um or anal i'm just kidding <laughs> oh i've definitely some guys some boyfriends get excited when i'm on my period because that means anal Really? Yeah. I was like a half joke of mine. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. Oh my god. So you keep your tampon in and yeah. still have sex. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think because of my soft tampon, I don't really think about anything anymore. Right. I mean, the only thing you have to think about when you use that, um, so you have to buy you can't just buy a sponge. Like you have to buy the sterilized ones, you know, yeah, from you, yeah. you just, pharmacy or something. Yes. Um but if you use them, um, on your stronger days. So they can hold up to eight hours, right? But after you have sex, you have to kind of get up, 
within like an hour or so, get it out and put a new one in. Yeah. Um, and normally, normally they don't leak or anything. I, just if it's really strong, you might have to switch them out a mm-hmm. little bit more, like normal tampons. Yeah, exactly. And most of the time, literally most of the time, guys don't even feel them. So this is... <laughs> Just to round it all up, just a quick confession to for the end, and then uh, we're going to be done. But somebody wrote, just bought a vibrating butt plug, and I'm in love with it already. I'm a guy. Yes. yes. <laughs> all the anal shit today. I know. <laughs> um, I know. Sorry. It just came out like that. I love it. Power, power Amazing. to this guy. Totally. Embrace I mean, the ass. Embrace the ass. That could also be the title of the episode. <laughs> embrace the ass. Well, um, I had a, an ex who who used like a lot of butt plug toys, whatever. And he had the one that you have to like pump. Whoa. And that's extreme. Like I didn't, it was way too big for me. Yeah. But if you want to go up and butt play, you can like use the one that like pumps up. Wow as well uh but yeah see this is exactly just like figure out what's pleasurable to you and then don't be ashamed to try these things yeah no i love it use that vibrating butt plug (laughs) seriously (laughs) oh our butt plug stories today um anyways that's a great way to finish sexual liberation i love it absolutely well thank you guys so much for writing in yeah this was fun Um, yeah, it was so fun. We actually have a couple left, but we'll do them next week. So if you haven't heard your question, um, it'll happen. Um, and th- yeah, thanks for writing in. Please let us know, like, follow-up stories. Yeah, I would love more follow-up stories for sure. That'd be amazing. All right. We'll see you next week. Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening today to the Pussy Church Podcast. And thank you for everyone who sent in a question in our story. It made our day, honestly. And if you want to send us some more, you can do so either on my website, talesoflara.com, or you can email me at talesoflara at gmail.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, and their account is at talesoflara. Also, if you're at it, check out my quarantine show, Pillow Talk, where I chat with my favorite erotic creators and play truth or dare with them. We have a lot of fun every two weeks on this podcast. And if you like today's show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. If you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that will be amazing too. See you next Sunday. <laughs>